Welcome to Shop Therapy. Let's talk beauty. So grab a glass of wine. I always need a glass of wine. And get ready to spill the tea. He could get a little uncomfortable. This is Shop Therapy. Welcome to our first episode, the pilot episode of the Shop Therapy Podcast. We made it, y'all. We actually cleaned and put something together. Mm-hmm. Um, so we created this podcast that's going to be exclusively for beauty industry professionals. Our model is the shop is closed, clients are gone, pop the bottle, which shades are going to do. And join us as we explore everything beauty and more. So just so that you guys know, I'm not good at this. So let's try. It's like pinging. Let's see what we have going on. Ooh, that was beautiful. So congratulations. Thank you, Kyra. We are taking a journey together. And it's going to be fun. Thank you for including me on the journey. Cheers. It's better be good. Oh, it's Prosecco. It's about so it I made it. All right, so it is, it is. <laughs> All right, so we're going to get into first, obviously, who are we? Yeah. What gives us credit to even start this podcast? Um, and why are we doing this? Yeah, so basically just a brief history of our careers, how we started, where we are today, and what are our goals in growing, um, and how we're going to use this podcast for not only ourselves to grow, but you guys as industry professionals. Mm-hmm. So, Kyrie, you want to kick off and start about yourself, or should I go? I will. I will. That's fine. So, I'm Kyra Hunter. I am. I wear many hats. Um, yes, I, <laughs> I'm a hairstylist. I own a hair studio uh, located in Needham, Massachusetts. Um, And then I'm also an educator at a beauty school in downtown Boston. Um, And then I'm also a brand and salon consultant um, for, obviously, salons and spas, um, where I mainly just uh, either help salons uh, get started or I help salons revamp um, either their websites, help with team building, um, with their social media outlets. Um, things of that nature, because as a lot of people say, I pretty much stay with my phone in my hand, mm-hmm. and I'm always just like on the go, ready to help, give some great advice, some insights. I'm an open book, um, so I think that's why a lot of people kind of like gravitate towards me, um, particularly in the industry. How did you start? Ugh. So, okay, going back to, I remember this day so vividly, and it's crazy. I was 12 years old, and my aunt, we were outside on her porch, and she was like, you don't know how to braid? And I'm like, no, like, I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. She's like, nope, we're going to learn today. And she pulled out a Barbie doll. And <laughs> you know, like, Barbie dolls yeah. just so small, and have it in, like, the middle of my legs. And she taught me how to braid from there, and... I just, like, started doing, like, friends in the neighborhood and stuff and just loved it. Um, But I really did. It wasn't until, like, college where I was, like, I need to make this, like, a thing. I need to turn this into a career of mine. 
I guess my story is pretty similar, mm-hmm. right? And just to let you guys know, me and Kyra, we go way back. So is it the auntie that I know? Yep. Okay. So yep. we go way <laughs> back since um, childhood. We grew up next to each other. Mm-hmm. But I guess I'll start by getting into um, my hats that I wear. I'm not so many because I got a big head. So um, I am a hairstylist. I'm, just, I'm still behind the chair. My number one role is I am a hair color educator for a distributor. So my day-to-day is traveling throughout my region, which is the New England region. Mm -hmm. And I am there to give hair color education to business professionals in my network. So basic education as well as technique education is my Monday through Friday and then my Saturday and Sunday I'll try to get behind the chair in Somerville at Soma Salons. Beautiful space in there. Oh yeah it's really really nice and because it's Somerville and it's assembly row the walk-ins are crazy so Mm -hmm. I didn't start to try to build a book it's more so to keep my hands in hair so that when I'm teaching these business professionals, I have up-to-date and more relevant information. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I guess I started with my mom. She's always been braiding. So I was braiding, did the neighborhood thing, and I never wanted to be a hairstylist. I thought I was going to be a doctor <laughs> or a teacher. <laughs> the with, typical little girl. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. I was like so sure of it there's pictures of me as a child with like my dolls and they are my class pictures like I took yeah, I really st- yeah, it's real weird like, so all the dolls are in the two rows and I'm standing <laughs> up, I'm standing up beside them because it was picture day that's wow. crazy whatever that I know now I have to see that mental note everybody next episode and when we go on live Shay has to show us that you just set yourself up. <laughs> it is what it is. But I had that dream all the way until I went to school. And then I started learning about children and actually having to be around them. Right. Yeah, no, that ain't for me. <laughs> so I decided, you know what? There's something that I've always been passionate about. It's something that I've always mm-hmm. done. Um, so I went to hair school and I don't know. It just worked for me. It, it took off. It clicked. And this has been my passion or something I've done or pursued 12 years and counting. Yeah. Yeah, because you started just a little bit before me being in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, funny of, like, going back to me of why I finally was, like, I need to make a career of this. I was a 911 operator. What? Yeah. I can't I don't just, it's And if anyone knows me, I'm, like, the I'm like everyone says, like, I'm mean. Or, like, I just have... But I have a... <laughs> I'm really not, though. I'm really nice. But I have a very, like stern demeanor uh-huh. so I was like golden doing it like I can help anyone but what about distress. when they're like oh my god help it's, and then nothing's happening are you just like girl bye like, click well and that was the thing with 911 like once someone calls you have to send someone to respond mm-hmm. which like sucked because it could be I we got phone calls where it was like I'm walking down the street and I'm lost like, See, and I feel like you would hang up. <laughs> I wanted to, but, like, <laughs> everything's recorded, and by law, like, I can get, like, right. in trouble for that. Right. So, and I remember my partner. I hope I never have an emergency with you on the other end. And you get me. Because it's just like, ma'am, are you really? Mm-hmm. Can you not? And why are you yelling? Right. <laughs> that was, it was a lot. But my part, you have partners when you're an operator, and I will never forget her. She was an older woman, miserable as all hell. Mm-hmm. 
And I was like, I can't retire from this. Like, if I grow up to be hurt, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. she's just miserable of being in this. And she was in that position. It had to, at that time, it had to be like 15 plus years. Ugh. And so she just hated yeah, her job. She hated it. And I was just like, I can't turn into her. So I like did some soul searching and mm-hmm. was like, what do I like? And I'm like, I'm sitting here doing people's hair for like, just give me ten dollars, just buy me something to eat. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I really I need to turn this On into a steps. career. Right. I need to turn this into a career. And that's when I enrolled in hair school. Oh. And the rest and is history. How long have you what that you was uh so actually this April will be ten years of me being a licensed professional. Cool. Ten years. And that's crazy because I don't even feel like it's been ten years, but it has gone through, it has gone by. No. And we don't look it, so no. there you go. <laughs> yeah. Beauty. So that's the reason why I think we wanted to start it. We we're both, I feel like I can talk for both of us, mm-hmm. we're both about forward growth, um, forward movement. We've never stayed complacent in where we are yeah. um, as hairstylists. And I've, like, on the sidelines, been cheering you on, watching everything you do. So that's why I wanted to do this with you, because I thought between you and I, and between our history, and between our, you know, not settling for yeah. the the basic would be great people to help you guys on a journey to and better a bit. But we're also goofy. So I thought it would be fun. See, right? I'm not I'm not really mean. I could be funny. Let loose. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all saw that? How she let loose. Let loose. <laughs> so um what else did we did? I guess that was our reason. Well, why? Yeah. Well, why? Why the podcast? Like, how do you envision this podcast? Well, so again, just us not being complacent. I my vision as a stylist was never to be behind the chair one hundred percent, right? And now we're in this day and age of just social media, internet technology, just in general. Yeah. And podcasts are like the thing right now. But also, there's not a lot of podcasts for salon industry professionals. There's literally one that I was listening to, and not even just on a regular, because it just wasn't relatable as far as, and not to talk down on this podcast, but it was just more of like, this is like what you should do, X, Y, and Z, and then that's it. But I'm looking for more, when when I listen to other podcasts that um, aren't salon related, um, as such as like the friend zone, the read, yeah. They're very just laid back, just talking about like current events, but also just putting their own personality and twist and flavor into it. Mm-hmm. And again, just there's not a salon uh, podcast in that manner. Yeah. So it was like when you approached me about it, I'm like, this is that. I'm like, you know, things of like, I knew I know that I want to do certain things to like further advance like my career right and it's just like okay like i'm just gonna take baby steps and then when you approach me it was like all right i don't know what the universe is like telling me but this is clearly something that's gonna take my career and my brand to the next level so i'm all in for it right um and then again i'm just us bringing our personalities like i and me being an educator and probably you too probably feel this way of being an educator as well of this is going to be something for who we go and teach and stand in front of a different perspective and a different aspect yes. to give them. 
Yeah, I think my goal, too, on that note was I wanted to have a podcast that was like a breath of fresh air to Mm. professionals. So, yes, of course, giving you some tips on social media. Yes, of course, giving you some tips on how to maintain clientele and grow your clientele and grow your business behind the chair. But more so, you tuning in and knowing that I'm not the only one who went through this. Right. Like, a place where you could laugh about stuff that we only go through as professionals. Because we go through some shit. A lot. I swear, y'all. So we go through these things, and sometimes it's hard to have someone to speak to. You go home to your family or your husband, your significant other. could be male, female. I don't judge. (laughs) But you go home to these people, and they don't understand. They don't get it. Yeah, they don't understand our work life, so it's not as funny to them. They don't get the joke, or they don't understand why it was so stressful. So... This is a place where you can share those bloopers or share those what ifs or WTFs um, and feel that it's a safe space. Yeah. This is not client facing. So this no. is not for our guests. This is a private community for us to kind of let our hair down and talk about the good, the bad, the in-between. All like particularly two of we're in a salon setting right so we mm-hmm. have to be like kind of like that stuffy like remain that professional mm-hmm. and it's like when you have if you look at it, you have five five clients a day that's five different personalities you're dealing with yes by either the the beginning of your day your middle of the day or the end of the day you're going back to your dispensary or to your bathroom in the salon and be like, like, what the fuck is happening right now? Like, and they frown upon they, us right, drinking. Right. They don't want us to drink. It's <laughs> like, y'all stress me out. Like, y'all stress me out. It's true. Like, I do, I know in my studio, I give wine, but only on Fridays. Mm. What's happening when I'm in the studio on Monday and Wednesday? Yeah. Like, I need to let loose, but again, you just have to put, us as professionals have to put on that face of like, I gotta hold it together. I can't flip out on Susan. Yeah. Because she's not listening to my take home remedies. Like, right. And coming back and her hair color is washed out because she goes home and washes with Pantene and then she comes back and says, my roots are growing. But I'm like, no, Susan, that's not your roots. That's your hair is just growing because you're a human. It- We're going to explore <laughs> all of that, guys, with you. Um, we also are going to bring in some of our industry friends. So yeah. we have some stylist friends. We have some salon owner friends. I have some corporate side friends who are doing more of that sales um, role. So we're going to be having a whole bunch of people for you to kind of hear their stories. And one thing I really didn't want it to be was this is what you need to do to mm-hmm. grow yourself. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, I'm still in the growing phase. Yeah. So I haven't mastered that yet. So And I can't tell you how to do it. <laughs> I can't sit here and preach y'all. Like, if you go on Instagram at like this, that's not what we're here for at all. No. Um, we're here to have fun. We're here for you to be able to take a break. During your lunch break, you listen to us. You're having a bad day. And you go back and you're laughing. And you're ready to just get into it. And that's why we came up with the name, The Shop Therapy. Because us being in the salon, we're like therapists to our clients. But this podcast is therapy for our salon professionals. Yay. And with that being said, um, to give more insight on us, we came up with five questions to ask each other. Yeah, so our first interviews are going to be interviewing ourselves or each other. Um, So I'm actually going to interview Ms. Shay first. Okay. 
and I hope she's ready because these are kind of just again we're not going by the line of the streamline these are kind of like off the book type questions just mm-hmm. to really understand our personalities okay so first Shay who is your icon dead or alive and why why so I feel like mine are ever changing okay right every once in a while I meet someone and I meet them and I think they're amazing and I try to feed off their energy and I try to take little tidbits from that person Mm -hmm. um but I'm never stuck on that one I'm a Pisces I'm (laughs) wish-washy so I'm never stuck on that one person some people that I draw inspiration from on the daily obviously mom right Mm -hmm. my mom's amazing um she started doing hair so this is where I learned this industry from. She's not a hairstylist. She's actually a um, a mental health nurse. So, but and her hair is always laid. But her hair is always <laughs> laid. Her lashes are always mm-hmm. on. Her nails are always done, and she sparkles mm-hmm. like jewels <laughs> all the time. So. I draw a lot of inspiration from my mom. She's a very, very strong woman. She keeps it going in the face of like the the weirdest and hardest things that I could see a person crumble from. My mother is just like, girl, we got to keep on moving. Like, let's get our hair done and let's go out. So Mm -hmm. I draw a lot of inspiration from her. Um, Industry professionals, I have a whole host of friends that I look at. I look at Sarah. I love how she's educated. I love how she, and that's Sarah, my big hair day. Um, We'll have her on the podcast, but I love how she is creating her own content. I love how she is flying, you know, Mm -hmm. North America and bringing her information out. I love also how she started out as a color professional and that didn't work for her, but she picked another passion. She kept on going opposed to just letting it fall. Um, I look at Kyra. Uh, Kyra is a, yeah, you're a mom. I can't even think to raise a kid, but you're a mom and you're a hairstylist. You own your own business and you still have time to give back to your community by teaching in the hair school. So Mm -hmm. that's something that's amazing to me. It's just the pure, just the sheer juggling that you do. Um, a lot. It is a lot. There are there are a couple salon owners that I'm like fascinated by, uh, Sean and Lisa from Soma, and then weirdly, 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 Erica Badu. <laughs> no, Erica's life. Yeah, I feel like me. she's she's more life now as like she's aged. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because Erica is very effort. But she's also like effort and spray a chakra, mm-hmm. right? Like I'm a, I'm a bless you, <laughs> but then also I might slap you. So Erica Badu is is my balance. She's my, um, I want to be, I want to dress like her and everything. I want to wear like little gold teeth. And oh, I have yes, yeah, I yes, do. Yes. I really, really do. And then I like um, June, the stylist. June Ambrose. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, she's amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Those are the people that I'm thinking of right now. But that is everybody who you basically um, named. It's crazy because they're all in like different elements, different industries, but they're all very creative beings. Creative and strong. And, yeah. All of them are like super, super resilient. I do have this one boss, Brenda, and she doesn't come from the hair industry. Mm-hmm. She comes from 
teaching, but teaching at, um, oh my gosh, what's that wings place? Buffalo Wild Wings. Really? Yes. And now she's in the beauty industry, but just her demeanor, she's so strong and she's just like, matter of fact, and she's an amazing educator going from one field to the next. Like when I see her Mm. and she's always in heels. So you already got me. Um, But when I see her, I'm always just like, she's amazing. That's all. You gotta connect us. Mm-hmm. Gotta meet her She's in day. Minneapolis. So. Um, I'll fly out. <laughs> get a plus one somewhere. Um, thank you for that great insight. So, moving on to the next question: One hair product you cannot live without, and why? Girl, I got <laughs> hair products in my back stairway, going down to the back door. I got hair products in my back room, bedroom, bathroom. There's hair products all over. But I guess I work for Aveda guys. So, which is an amazing company. And if y'all want to talk about hair color, I can come bring it in. Help me get a sale, y'all. Um, I live by their dry remedy drops. It's like daily dry remedy drops. It's a dry oil. Um, They're good for my extensions. They're good for my natural hair. And I can put a couple drops in every day oh and the anti-humectant because this is nappy is for real under here so (laughs) when i straighten my hair the anti-humectant is something i flat iron into my hair and i can get a longer low dry life so anti-humectant dry remedy daily drops and then my favorite favorite damage remedy um intensive repair treatment what's funny is i still use that oh I haven't been in an Aveda salon, what, probably like four years now, four or five years, and I still will get that one. Yeah. Oh, that mask is life. Yeah. It's yeah. life changing, yeah. and it happens like instantly. It's not like one of those masks that needs to um, build up. And also, it's protein, but it's not enough protein to break it. To break it here. Yep. Okay. Sorry, guys, I'm Aveda. Just like um, Okay, what is the biggest risk you've ever taken in your styling career? So this is super funny because I talked about this to my mom. And I was like, I don't know. I don't take risks. I want to do things that I feel like I can do well in. That's what I said. So my mom said, well, what about the risk when you went to go work for Nail Corp and, you know, left Boston (laughs) and moved to North Carolina, but then had to spend two months in Dallas? (laughs) Shay will sit there and be like, no, I'm out. Like, get rid of the apartment, sell that car. I'm gone. And I'm not taking no furniture with me, so <laughs> I got to It starts all over. Like, that's why I'm, like, looking like at you and, like, what do you mean? But those are not risks. And, and that's How? what I said. So the conversation with my mom, she goes, that's a risk. And I was like, mom, that was a risk for you. Like, she was nervous because I was mm-hmm. going into, like, uncharted waters. Yeah. But for me, it was like, once I set my mind to it, I'm like, I'm in go mode and there's no turning back. Um, But, I mean... I guess if I had to pick something, that was it. I was comfortable. I was in a good salon. I was making decent money. And one day I woke up and it was snowing and I fell. He's <laughs> like, I'm done. Yeah, I fell on the way to Forest Hills. Nobody helped me up. I had to key. I went home. I changed my clothes. I'll never forget this day. I went home. I changed my clothes. I went to work. And I got to work and I was late. So obviously I got reprimanded. And I went in the back room and I was like, I'm done. So I started applying to jobs. And, and that was it. Yeah, and they were like, you can come work for Neil Corp. 
Yeah, so I, no corp hired me. They said they would train me two months in Dallas, and then I'd be in Charlotte, North Carolina. And I did it. So I guess that is the biggest risk. Craziness. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, that's also the joy of being just in this industry, though. It just, like, you literally, there's so many different creative elements that you could go into. Mm Mm-hmm. I want to go to Australia next. So my Australia team that I met in Minneapolis. What's up? I mean, Aveda, I'm, I'm staying with y'all. I just want to go visit. Let's not get into Just real quick. <laughs> Can't. Um, what is your guilty pleasure? TV. Really? I love it. I love it. I love it. TV and naps. Like, I, naps I, can agree. I am so good at turning off. And I will go in my house. I will turn on my TV and I will just lay there. And I'm so good at it. I, I envy you for that. Hours. Because it'll be like a week or two that I haven't watched TV. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I got to catch up on a show. Like, thank goodness for Hulu and like Netflix. But I've laid down for two days before. Just straight TV. Yep. I envy. Mm-hmm. Delivery for food. You don't do nothing. <laughs> just straight lazy days. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, and then besides today, let's mm-hmm. today, because before we started the podcast, we Googled a lot of things. Uh-huh. What was the last thing you Googled? Oh, the story about B. Smith. Did you listen to the last? Um, oh, B. Smith, the, the one with the woman with the Alzheimer's. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Y'all need to <laughs> Google that. That story? Crazy. See, and I... I think I need them. You know what I feel like? I feel like there's going to be like a like a documentary or something that comes out with that. But like... It's going to either be a Lifetime or a BET. Yeah. Just so that y'all can understand. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the concept of what's happening. BET or Lifetime is going to pick it up. I've been hearing different tidbits like entertainment-wise through different channels. And I know that is... You know what I mean? They're... Not to judge, but I'm, it's giving you like the dramatic side of it. Mm-hmm. But like... It would be interesting to hear like from like how did this start in of him having his little you don't seem upset about it it's not that because again i don't want to judge but do we need to tell them what we're talking about yes okay so b smith from what we know Mm -hmm. b smith was a model Mm-hmm. very beautiful very yeah. famous she did a lot of stuff after her modeling career which means that she's very well off mm-hmm. um she is married to a man um i can't even remember his name yeah, but no, I, don't know his I don't care about him <laughs> so she was married to a man and she got alzheimer's so they said that she got alzheimer's in 2013 stories have surfaced today let me back up. So, so she had Alzheimer's in 2013. The husband and his daughter, so her stepdaughter, are now in the house caring for B. Smith. Mm-hmm. Stories have surfaced today. And the stories are saying that the husband now has a live-in girlfriend <laughs> in her house. <laughs> Absolutely not. No. I, I, I feel as though that is disrespectful. I do feel that way. I don't think that she should be living in the house. Um, but I do understand his viewpoint as far as he's taking care of her. He's not getting pretty much that need met as just feeling of a man, of a husband. And so go cheat like the rest <laughs> of them. Like, and then, like, but her living, and then I read 
something that someone saw them somewhere and B. Smith went to grab something and the girlfriend popped her hand. Really? Mm-hmm. So they See, that's, her. Like, that's the other thing too. I'm like, is she at the point of Alzheimer's that she just doesn't remember any? Because you know how there's different stages. So that's why I'm like, is she totally blanked out or does she, is she in and out? I don't know. That's why I'm like, I feel like if it's, it's totally disrespectful, particularly if she's in and out. Because if she comes to and remembers some stuff, like, oh, that's my husband. And then it's like, and who's this broad to the side? And then all of a sudden it's just like, I don't remember anything. Or he's telling her like, that's your cousin. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I, that's why I'm like, I want to know like the true mechanism of how this is like working. Like, I need to like hear like the cook. This Wait, he's just SBA in the kitchen. It, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, saw it. I I need to know a little bit more. I don't know. Before I, I really give a full input. Anyway, y'all, but. read up on it because <laughs> it's crazy. We're supposed to be talking about hair. I know. <laughs> I know. But that's um, all my questions for Michelle. And I hope that I gave you guys a little bit more insight into her personality and perspectives. Yeah. Um, okay, so my first... I would say skip that first one. Go to the second one. So my first is what is your daily mantra and how does it push you? Okay. Um, I would say my body. This, me understanding my body and listening to my body has been something very like new like the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. Um, And I say my body because I literally will... The joy of and the beauty of how I have structured my career now mm-hmm. that I I feel as though I'm like a full time freelancer because yes I have my own studio yes I teach yes I'm a brain consultant but honestly like if I want to shut down for that day you can. I can shut down and not have to really answer to anyone I'm jealous so particularly and a lot of people ask me that they like but you teach and I'm like but I'm a, I'm my actual label though is a substitute. So, my director and I, like, week by week or month by month, we're like, okay, these are the days you want to come in, and you're going to be placed here. Okay. So, when we're talking about, like, my schedule, if I'm, like, I don't, I know that the studio, I'm going to be crazy at the beginning of the week, and, like, Thursday, I'm, like, I'm going to be tired. Like, I know my body, I'm going to be tired. I don't want to come in that Thursday. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I can, or, and to me consulting, me consulting is all based upon my schedule. Like if someone contacts me for me to work with them, again, I can be like, I actually don't want to do nothing on Wednesday. What is your Thursday or Friday look like? And it's really me tapping into my body of like, if I'm feeling exhausted or if it's a really, really good day, like I'm wait, I literally wake up every morning or like I'm projecting like the night before. And it's like, how am I going to really feel tomorrow? I like that. I think more of us need to do that. Yeah. Because I don't. And honestly, but again, this is like something where it's just been like the last like year and a half, two years that I really was just like. And it's it's also too of me understanding what my worth is. Yeah. Because me having kind of like this full-time freelance schedule, uh, schedule I've been the happiest in my career. Mm-hmm. I have, what's funny enough, like, (laughs) I was talking to my accountant about this. This year has been a little bit better, but last year was, like, 
the least amount of income that I've made and I did the most in my life as far as like travel and such. But you know what? I would assume that you taking the time in to check in with your body also ensures that you're giving your best, yeah, like your 100% at everything yeah. you do, opposed to just rushing through things and half of it gets 75%, a piece gets 25%. Right. Yeah. You're at 100 Yeah. 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 Oh, I need to learn how to do that. And it was honestly, it was like literally just over time. I was just like, I don't want to do that. Nope, I'm not coming. So I guess this kind of goes hand in hand because one of the questions that I have for you so you're a single parent mm-hmm. and you have two children mm-hmm. and she don't just got like two regular children <laughs> like her son is like doing shows and playing instruments her daughter is like tech <laughs> genius and don't your daughter got a business yeah like so how how and it's you know what's funny like i i if I had, I'd probably be rich by if I had like a dollar for every a week or a day that everyone asked me this. And it's honestly, I rely on my calendar and my family so much. Mm. And when I say my family, shout out to Kurt, my father. Oh, big Kurt. That man, mm-hmm. if anything was to happen to him, Kyra's gonna be down and out because. Mm-hmm. The beauty of my father being able to retire at the age of 53, he did his thing, lived his life a little bit, you know what I'm saying, travel and stuff like that. And now he's just like, I'm home, I'm chilling. Yep. What do you need me for? I, if you want me to take the kids somewhere, if you want me to have the kids. if he, It was at a point where he's like, oh, I'll just come to your house. And then when you come home, I'll just take a Uber home. I love like, it. My father, the real MVP. Um, and then two of just me being very scheduled, like, how I said earlier of I'm very connected to my phone. Mm-hmm. So I'm like time management for me is like golden. And it's too also that translate into us being in the salon industry. If you're behind the chair, you got to really be on top of your schedule. And I just transitioned that into my like personal daily life. So, and it's like, and, and it's funny. Like when I talk to just friends and like family of like, well, let me just check my calendar. And they're like, oh, like you're like, oh, you're a big wig now. And I'm like, no, it's just, I really have to go off of my calendar. You got a lot of things. I have a lot going on. Like, and I want to make sure that I'm not overbooking myself. I'm not stretching myself thin. So it's like, I'm really looking at my calendar. I'm very well organized when it comes to that. It's amazing. Yeah. Shout out, um, your daughter's business. Is she going to bring us some snacks? She, my daughter, Kylie's Sweet Treats. She has a Facebook page Mm -hmm. um, and that has her email address and her phone number on there. And she's our producer. She is our, she helps set us up (laughs) today and she's going to be going forward. Um, Yeah, she, she's really, she gets a lot of orders around um, holidays. So like. Thanksgiving and Christmas um, are really big for her. Um, and then, like, now she started doing, like, her friends, like, birthday parties and stuff. I like it. Um, so she'll do. And the dope thing about it is she does everything from scratch. I love it. Like, I can't stand how my kitchen looks when she's in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's, like, a true-to-life baker. Like, and her doing stuff through scratch, she'll have my son and I taste test it. And I'll be like, no, like, this is good. And she's like, mm-mm. Like something's off. It's missing something. Yeah. And she did that to our pictures today. Yeah. <laughs> and she'll throw the whole batch of cupcakes away. And I'm no. like, 
uh, she's like, no, mommy, I can't let anyone eat this. And I'm like, but I thought it was good. Like, and and that's funny because like if we look at ourselves as doing someone's hair, and I'm like, mm mm mm, I, I gotta I gotta texturize this piece. Oh right yeah, here. like I can't let you walk out like this. Like that's how she is. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. like, I can't have someone taste this because I don't like it. So I'm not putting my product out there like that. I like that. And she's that. ten, y'all. Yeah, she's ten. She's dope. And she really is. Yeah. And a lot of people, they're like that. She's my mini-me. Like, and it, it, that's another thing, like, what keeps me going. Of like, Because I see certain, like, her doing that of our baking. I'm like, she's clearly looking up to me for certain aspects of me being, like, a business owner and, like, this super mom. Right. So you got to keep yourself up there knowing that someone's looking at you right. and kind of following in your right. steps. Right. Yeah, that's so. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So from talking to you, we know that your phone you're attached to. Uh, we also know that is your calendar. Yes. What's one other thing you can't live without? You can't say your kids. That's like an easy oh, one. Right, right, right. Um, my passport. My passport. She's trying to play us, y'all. <laughs> my passport. Now, not to say that I've gone on like all these international trips, but that's just to give an insight of like, I love to travel. Mm-hmm. So fun fact. For 2018, I made a, I don't want to say like a resolution, but mm-hmm. I made a goal where I wanted to travel once a month for the year 2018. And I will say I traveled 11 out of the 12 months. The only reason I did not travel in December, obviously holidays, mm-hmm. but I was also in a huge wedding. Got it. So, you know, just like money wise and mm-hmm. stuff. And so I feel as though still, even though it was eleven months, like I hit my goal. That's dope. I made that personal goal and I did it. I need to do something like that. I try to go away once a year, mm-hmm. but I try to go out of the country once mm-hmm. a year. So take like a nice big trip. But a lot of people say to me, they're like, "Oh, you know, do you want to go to Italy or do you want to go to Rome?" And I'm always like, "No, I'm still in the mood for ratchet trips." <laughs> Like, I want to go to Jamaica and, like, Costa Rica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I want to go someplace where I can, like, have fun, unwind like, at the loose. beach, but then, like, let loose for real. Like, I don't want to backpack right now through Europe. Like, no. I'll do a Bob Marley tour. <laughs> that sounds fun. Right. A little bit of culture, a little bit of fun. That sounds fun. Yeah, like, with with the traveling, like, and that was the other thing, too. Like, don't I don't want to make it seem like tag like you were just taking a straight seven days off it would it would be stuff like you know like go to atlanta Mm -hmm. for like three days um go to houston for three to four days like you know what i mean so it was like stuff like that of like i'm just getting out of like my daily environment and just having a quick like little extended weekend getaway and come back home but it's goals though yeah that's goals so i guess that kind of goes into my next question or my last question was what do you do to relax yeah. So is that like so that 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 obviously is an escape for me. Um but then I would say obviously like my beauty stuff. And I don't want to say like obviously because talking to other women, particularly single moms, like your beauty routine is like a luxury mm. for some people. Yes. Um because I like I would be the, I'm like you don't get your nails done every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Like that's what like I have to get my nails done every two weeks. And some people they're like no like I don't and it's, it can be besides fun it's just I don't have the time to where I can carve out an hour and a half two hours to get a full petty and a mini and I'm like oh like that I have that's religion for me but it's your it's your time to take space for yourself so yeah. you you make it I create important. that yeah I create that time 
Um, shout out to Tiffany's Transformations. She's newly located um, at 65 River Street in Mattapan. Okay. Um, she does my pedicures. Um, and then I go to a um, nail salon on Newberry Street, downtown Boston, Back Bay area, um, to get my gel manicure. And if someone's wondering, why don't you just get your gel manicure with Tiffany? The beauty of Tiffany is she's all natural, organic products. So she doesn't do gel. And okay. obviously me being a stylist, I got to have gel. It lasts me that two weeks. Um, I got a 6BV so. nail because I tried to take a break and now my nails are disgusted they're bare i mean that's i do that sometimes you though. gotta take a break every to. once in a while yeah. and since my birthday is coming up i was like i'll take a break and yeah. then i'll get my nails done for my birthday but they or they are horrible yeah so i know what you mean yeah. like it's, as much color as we get on our nails even with gloves yeah i have to have my nails done um and then i get my hair done every six weeks mm-hmm. um shout out to lonnie at Studio 9, also in the Back Bay area. Um, he does my cuts. Okay. So I'll obviously, like, wash and, like, style my hair in between. But, again, taking that break and actually having someone wash your hair. It's about the so, ritual. It's about exactly, the time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, so that beauty aspect, get a massage once a month. Um, that's always golden. And I don't, like, I don't want the, um, I don't do, like, the Swedish... The nice little, like, peep, peep, peep. Nah, get in there. Work it out. <laughs> Deep tissue. Like, get in those toes. Get in that lower back. Like, I need that. I, I need like that. I like, I've heard you talk about your toes, like, on numerous occasions. This is... We're going to have to figure that out. Why? No, like, what's up with you on your toes? I feel like my toes is, like, nice and lickable. Mm-hmm. I said it. My toes is nice and lickable. I mean, mine do, too, but I don't just talk about so it. Why? I ain't looking at my toes, though. She's playing. If you're listening, she's playing. Boyfriend. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. She's playing. Um, but yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting. I like how you carve out time for yourself because a constant in all of your answers are I have to make time mm-hmm. to show myself that I matter. Mm-hmm. And I think, me included, that's something that us as stylists. It's so hard to yeah. do because our industry is taking care and making someone else feel good about themselves, we're right? We're so busy doing that. And then if you add in the fact that we're women, mm-hmm. we're nurturing, add on the fact that, you know, half of you guys are mothers, it's always about someone else. So I think it's really important and I think it's the goals that you take time out for yourself and you understand mm-hmm. the warning about that. And I make a point to, and this is going out to anyone who's listening who, you know, they're working in that salon industry setting mm-hmm. to try to like step out of that environment. Yeah. Because, you know, because I, particularly too, when we worked out of Aveda, right? Mm-hmm. I would get my gel down there like all the time and stuff, but then it would be like, you know, like the manager's coming over and asking questions. Yeah. Or this, you know what I mean? So it's like, is that really truly a relaxation? Time right, get out of your salon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's hard because it's like you want to go to your friends or you know that they're mm-hmm. good, but it's about finding someone out of that space. I actually just talked to a lady who gave me a recommendation for someone to do my facial. I mean, Lonnie, you are the bomb. <laughs> I love you. That's who I go to at Soma Salons, Lonnie Tran, and she's one of your she's students. One of my students yeah. Um, and she's going to school for uh, she's going to school for cosmetology now, but she's a triple threat. She's a nail technician. She's mm-hmm. an esthetician. Um, again, like I just said, she's going to school. 
uh, to become a cosmetologist. She's amazing. But because we're in our work environment right. and she's in the middle of her day, mm-hmm. it's one, it's like, am I cramming it in? Two, it's that added feel of, am I taking away from her day by taking that 60 minutes out of her day? Right, like, and then three, you know, your professionals feel like, oh, that's a shade in the room. So if she gets booked, like, I'm out the mm-hmm. door, um, which is fine. I don't want to take away from her money, but it's about actually finding a different space of that I don't take away from her. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, that's interesting that you brought that up, and that's something we should definitely discuss going forward. Yeah. Just um, a little. Yeah. So, that was a good little insight into you. Thanks, guys. Um, so, the next part of our podcast is something that I wanted to do. It's something that I'm going to take the reins on, so you guys know it's going to be cuckoo. Um, but... This is the part of the podcast where we're going to have a lot of interaction from our guests. So my goal is for you guys to write in at the shop therapy podcast at gmail.com. Write in stories of things that you guys want to talk about. So, you know, whether something happened at work that really just like, I don't know, just like boiled you or something that was good, like share, share success stories or share challenges so that we can discuss as a team and kind of help you guys grow. But also, I want to hear some of the bloopers. Like, yes. we go through some fun <laughs> stuff in there, some crazy stuff like backroom talk. Yep. I really, really want to dive into those. So my hope and my goal is that you guys all interact with me. You can shoot out a DM on Instagram. So that's going to be Shop Therapy Podcast on Instagram and the Shop Therapy Podcast as a group on Facebook. Reach out to us, tell us your stories, um, share, and we'll share. And we'll also give you a shout out whenever you do it. Yep. So I have two today. The first one I'm going to say, Kyra doesn't know this one. Oh, gosh. So this one is a story that came from my friend Lauren. So Lauren is an esthetician. She's an amazing esthetician. And... She used to work with us at Athena, so you remember Lauren. Yeah, yeah. Um, she just had an amazing baby, and he's so cute. He's so very handsome. Um, but Lauren, helping us out, she gave us a story. So you ready for the story? Because it's Go funny. Ahead. Okay, so Lauren says that she goes in. We're going to admit the guest name, but she goes out to the waiting area, and she calls the guest. Let's just say the guest name is Belinda. I don't know why I came up with Belinda. But so she goes out to the waiting area, and she's like, Belinda and the lady Belinda gets up. Oh, okay, so she's like, okay, come on in the room. She brings her in the um in the spa room and she goes, Okay, Belinda, take off your pants and I'll be right back. Right. So I mean she doesn't say take off your right. pants. She probably says it in the esthetician way, like, right. why don't you disrobe and we'll I'll come right back. Right. So she goes out, she then comes back in, and Belinda looks at her and goes, I'm here for a partial foil. <laughs> Why did I have to take my pants off? Stop! Did she really take her pants off, though? Yes! Oh, I can't. She's like, this is a new procedure. <laughs> I've never had it done this way before. Stop! Yeah, so, but my question is, <laughs> why the hell did you take your pants off? And so you going back into a room that you're prob- there's a bed there, like, there's so many red flags. There's so, it, and Belinda's nasty. 
I can't. Because Belinda went in there. She took her pants off, knowing that her pants ain't have nothing to do with her hair. <laughs> right. She was ready. She was ready. She was ready. For something a little different. Wow. Uh-huh. Lauren, no. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. And Lauren shared a lot of other stories. You estheticians. Y'all go through a lot. Y'all go through a lot. A lot. Especially with other people's body fluids. Yeah. Oh, I can't imagine it. It's funny. There was an esthetician that I worked with um, when I was at the Sloan over at um, Park Plaza Hotel. Mm-hmm. And she said she would go home all the time and say to her husband, like, um, I've been just looking at pussies all day today. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. how do you feel? Because I'm looking at pussy. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. Who says that? But that's what that's they, what do. they I do. mean, okay. Yeah, I know that you guys yeah. do other things. Yeah. But. And if you're just tuning in, this is the Shop Therapy Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and right now, we're talking Shop Talk that is led by my lovely co-host, Michelle. <laughs> yeah, so we just told a story about Miss Belinda. But this is my question. And this is the takeaway from this. Mm-hmm. I think as stylists, especially when we're busy on like, let's say a Saturday, one of the things that we do is we go to the waiting area and we're just like, Belinda. Yeah. Or whoever. We just call our guests and we don't actually have that connection with them because we're moving too fast. Yeah. So the the point of the story was is that there was two Belindas in the salon that day. Which is crazy because like... What are the odds well, of that? Well, it was probably a, I mean, a it really was, random Yeah, name. it was probably a different name, but, like, what are the odds of that? But, yeah, so her taking her back. Now, it's Belinda's fault. Belinda shouldn't have took her <laughs> right. panties off. Right. That's just weird. <laughs> but it, I think that as, as stylists, sometimes we have to take a moment to step back mm-hmm. and, like, really greet our guests because at the end of the day, these are people that are what I pay in our bills, yeah. right? Yeah. So showing them that... Showing them that we care a lot more about them by taking the time to actually be focused on their appointment. Well, and it's like sometimes uh, we have to get back to the basics because we're so conditioned and going into our like daily routines of like, all right, I know this is my schedule. I have I have Shay, I have Kyra, then I have Tiffany, then I have Susan. Mm-hmm. And we're just going through the motion, but we have to sometimes just step back and go back to the basics of consultations. Yeah. But yep. it's more, it's going to take more of like, oh, you're Belinda. Hi, nice to meet you. Come back to the room. Okay, Belinda, what are you here for today? Um, or two of, you know, we're starting that conversation. Because it could have easily been, and this is like no shade to Lauren, but. No, because she's amazing. Right. Lauren is amazing. And I love her for telling us this story. Right. Because it was hilarious. Right. Um, but of like just going back of like, okay, I see that you're in today for a Brazilian. Mm-hmm. And it could have been next right then and there you yep. know what i mean of like no actually i'm here for a partial foil like oh like sorry confusion and just bring her right back out exactly so again of just getting back to the basics uh as stylists yeah but what you thought like what you think belinda wanted like what she maybe she was feeling lonely she wanted a little tension a little, <laughs> little bit so a, little a partial foil and a happy ending there are salons unfortunately out there like that so guys um we are doing our first episode of the shop therapy podcast and we are focused on a certain uh section of our podcast which is going to explore listening letters mm-hmm. um so we'll go on to the second one okay so there was a, another girl i gotta i have to pull it up on my phone so that i can read you guys what she wrote um because i think it was very interesting 
She um actually is a former student of mine. Mm-hmm. Um who is definitely going to take the industry by storm. Okay. Um, so shout out to you. I'm going to say your nickname, what we would say in school, is Kimmy. Um, but I think we also have her uh, Instagram name as well. Yeah, I'll read it. So Kimmy writes in and she goes, I would really like to talk about how to build a clientele, how to promote yourself through social media, which is something that we're definitely going to explore mm-hmm. in, in different episodes One of the things we talked about in the beginning is, you know, we're not the experts. So we're going to bring in people who we feel are experts Mm -hmm. that can give you more insight on those things. So we're going to bring somebody in who's really good at social media and who's really been good at building clientele to answer answer those questions Mm -hmm. for you. The next thing, a blooper (laughs) that she told us was, I grabbed a curling iron while doing a blowout with my bare skin. It had product on it. I had to decide whether to drop it on myself or the client. So I need to tell y'all that, you know, I do these things too. Because look at my scar. It's going to stay here. You guys can't even see it. But my scar is right there. It is because I laid my hand down on the station. Mm-hmm. And it sizzled. Mm-hmm. It sizzled. I burnt myself. Um, but for her... The thought process of letting it fall on myself or the client, I hate it. Remember, guys, I told you this is not client-facing. No. Every man for himself. (laughs) It would have just been on the floor. (laughs) Drop it, sis. Yeah. Just drop it. And she should move. If you see a a hot cradle and iron fall towards you, I feel like the first thing you're going to do is slide to the side. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. That's all you have to do. And, hello, again, going back to the basics, that's why all your clients should have a cape on. So if that does happen, they protect it. Love cape. Hello. I really think, however, though, if a hot iron hits, it's still going to go through the cape. They still going to get burned. Particularly if it sits there for a while. Yes, I'm sure. Oh, my gosh. It will definitely. Here, to add to that, as far as, like, hot tools and such, I was in a... um, I don't think I was getting my hair done in the salon. And then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden, like, we just smelled like a burning smell. But it wasn't like like a hair burning smell. It was like, yo, something's burning. Mm -hmm. And, like, we couldn't figure it out, couldn't figure it out. Finally, this client who was getting styled, she goes to pick up her bag because her bag was on the station. (gasps) And I, if I can recall correctly, it was a Louis bag. Oh! And, and then, she had it sitting on top of the curling iron. There was something that was hot behind it and burnt her bag. Oh, that wasn't a Louis girl. Like that was a fool. I don't. It was. It was <laughs> something. How did it burn? I don't know. But the thing is, like I said, like it was for. It was like sitting because we were smelling that for a while, like a while. Wow. Has your blow dryer ever, um, like spark fire? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That happened last month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mine happened, and I left the guest because I was like, it started, um, the flame started coming, and I dropped that fly iron, and I moved back. The guest was like, what happened? What's happening? You didn't even fall one. Save yourself. <laughs> oh, it's fire. That's why salons have a liability insurance. I'm here for your hair. <laughs> not fires. Not to save your not life. Not burns. Um, I can't. I can't. But, you know. I'm going to get better. <laughs> I can. But guys, that was the little section on, um, you know, shop therapy. So my mm-hmm. ask is that you guys tune in, um, continue to tune in, write us some letters so that we can talk about some things that have happened to you guys in the salon. I think this is a nice safe space where we can um, talk about 
the crazy stuff that happens your gas that comes in 20 mm-hmm. minutes late expecting a full foil mm-hmm. she got with lunch. a starbucks cup in her hand and or the starbucks cup smells a little bit like liquor <laughs> we'll talk about it guys all of um, them so then that leads into my section, mm-hmm. uh, me being a salon and spa brand consultant um, of Kyra's Consultation Corner. Okay. Um, so again, we are professionals, but by no means do I have like this certificate that says Kyra is like the expert in it all. Um, this is just a nice, particularly this subject um, is a great uh, think piece and kind of just tip to just take in um, to account uh, in your career. Um, So right now, we're in the month of February, right? Coming to the end. Um, But this is like a dead zone for like salon professionals, right? Yes, it is. It usually happens right after um, the holiday season. Mm -hmm. You'll probably get a little bit like the first like week into January because there's still like galas and holiday parties going Mm -hmm. on. February, you get a spike for Valentine's Day. A little bit. um, But like that February to like March is like that like crazy in between because mainly your clientele they have um kind of expended um a lot of their um income of like that play money that they Mm -hmm. have um because again coming off of the holiday season so i like titled this like don't take it personal don't take it personal at all um i feel like we have as stylists sometimes we have to take a step back of we're humans as well right Mm -hmm. so even though it's like we want to have that full book and have those clients coming into us just like sometimes we're not going to have money, they're not going to have that money either to come in for that $70 haircut, for that $150 um, color job. Mm-hmm. So we have to look at um, and understand our book of another dead zone that happens is in the summertime. Yep. Clients are traveling, particularly the ones who have kids. They're going on um, vacations. Um, they're taking time to go to the beach. We would love to take time to go to the beach, too. But this is what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, of utilizing this um, this time frame of us having a dead zone of, you know, checking out your social media. How can your social media be revamped? Looking at your personal website or um, taking those trips, right? Yeah. So, if, like I was saying before, one of the things that I love to do is travel, so if you're seeing that, like, okay, in the next, like, three weeks, I, like, have, like, two people. Hopefully it's not like that. But if you could rearrange your schedule where you're, like, I'm just going to have, like, a quick getaway for, like, three days. Yeah. Because this is a dead zone for me. So let me capitalize on that. Because you don't really want to leave when your book is full, obviously. You're in there to work to get that money. So if it's a slow period for you and you're not really getting that revenue, that income that you're used to getting... Take that time to yourself. Yeah. So my thought on that is that as a hairstylist and as you grow in the industry, we begin to understand the ups and downs, right? Mm -hmm. Right. The peaks and the lows of our industry and where we're the busiest, right? Yeah. So, you know, summertime, dead. Holiday time, busy. Mm -hmm. It's just these highs and these lows. And as stylists, you can either take that low time to then figure out how I can provide some wellness for myself. So taking those vacations. Mm -hmm. Another idea is to revamp, Mm -hmm. right? So for me, salons are super busy during during the summertime. 
So I'm slow as an educator, right? Yeah, the salons yeah. are not bringing me in. That's my time to plan out my year, to go through all of my old mm-hmm. stuff, get that old material out, to re-ramp my new material, to take classes that are not with Aveda, but take them with other places yeah. to, okay. to kind of get myself you know yeah. ramped up for the expectation of my busy season yeah. right um another good idea for those downtime a lot of people feel like we need to book ourselves and have seven or eight people in our books mm-hmm. at all time again guys i'm not behind the chair all the time so don't my numbers but we we expect to have a hundred percent or ninety percent you know uh productivity yeah right no dead space on our books if that is not a possibility, the logical thing, or not logical, but the next best thing is to maximize the appointments that you have on your books, yep. right? Yep. So, you know, Joan is coming in for a cut in color. Well, how am I then going to up Joan's yep. book? You know what I mean? So now she cut in color and now she's doing a conditioning treatment. Mm-hmm. So this is the perfect time to try out your, your verbiage. Yep. You know, or to test out your skills with offering add-on services. That's going to be the biggest way to build your books in those dead times because the reality is there aren't people in here. Kyra's good idea, too, is rebranding your social media. Mm -hmm. We don't have the time to do that. You're sitting in the back room. You're not doing anything anyway. So rebrand your social media. Go do your pictures. um, Go do hashtags. I always say, and we'll we'll probably do this too, um, uh, episode down the line mm-hmm. of hashtag with purpose, um, understanding hashtags, because honestly, a lot of people don't understand that. So take that time to, I don't know, like look at YouTube videos, mm-hmm. um, sit there and try to find um, someone who has like a great social media presence who is a salon professional, and really go through their um, Instagram or their Facebook um, and see like what what it, what things are like working for them. Yeah. Because you again, you have this downtime. You're probably sitting in the back in your break room or your dispensary. Capitalize on that time. Going back also too of like you're saying trying out new things um, in the salon. It doesn't necessarily have to be like you actually charging them, right? Yeah. It could be you have to sometimes look at like you're giving a freebie so that in turn later on they're gonna probably want that again and then that's when you can charge them, right? Point to make during this time. When you are doing something like that, yeah. you have to explain to your guests what the service yeah. is. Yeah. And how much it costs. Mm-hmm. And that today, I am doing it complimentary. complimentary. Yep. So that when you then ask for it, at, you know, offer it to them again, or when they ask for it back, they understand that the next time, baby, is mm-hmm. not free. We are charging you. Yeah. We are so charging. So make sure whenever you do these add-ons, I, I, that's a hole that we get in, and that's something yeah. to explore, is that you know a guest, you know she always needs a toner after her foil, but she's not paying for it. So you end up doing it because you want her to come out looking the best. Right. But she doesn't know that you've been doing this for years yep. down the line, that you've been adding it on. And when you get to the point that you need to, she's like, well, why? You never did it before. Right. You never tried me beforehand. Yeah. So I've been doing it. I was just doing it complimentary. So language. Yes. Language is very important. Language is very important. Um, but yeah. So again, uh, ending with of knowing to don't take it personal. Yeah. That this is just slow for everybody. Down. We, we are in an industry that is literally a graph. Mm-hmm. So don't take it personal. Cool. I like that. Thanks. So what are we going to do next? I think that's it. That's it. So We're... this is our first episode. How would you feel about it? 
I actually, I feel good. Yeah, I feel like it was great conversing back and forth. We had some great insight from, um, you know, our viewers because we're on live right now. You Mm -hmm. live, baby. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it was good. Obviously, um, you know, as we grow and time goes on, um, right now I'm kind of excited because we're we're getting uh, our intro worked on Mm -hmm. from the DJ. We're having um, our cover art um, being drafted right now. Yeah. Um, Stay so, tuned for parties. Yeah. You know I like to party, y'all. So there's gonna be some parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some nice like meet and greets. And again, just we're creating this safe space for salon professionals. So mm-hmm. this is it, it's gonna be interesting to yeah. see what it manifests into our journey, right? Yeah. And if you want to be a part, if there's something that you guys want to come on and have a discussion with us and our viewers. Reach out to us. We're open. Mm-hmm. We're ever changing. We're trying to grow this. And the number one goal in mind is you as a community yeah. um, and creating this safe space for us. So feel free to kind of join in, email, um, DM us, message us, and let us know what parts you liked and, you know, what parts were not today. Don't be mean, y'all. Don't be mean. Right. Go easy on this. Yes. This is the first episode. But you can reach us on um, through all throughout all social media aspects. Well, Facebook and Instagram and our email. It is the Shop Therapy Podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah, guys. YouTube, too. Yes. Yes. This will be transitioned over to YouTube. See, we live, baby. We yeah. everywhere for y'all. <laughs> everywhere. Thank you guys for tuned in today. Enjoy. Stay connected off the show. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Shop Therapy. Until next time, cheers, beauties and gents.